Welcome to the one and only Circle City Cinema with your host and the one and only Zach Griffith. Hello. Welcome back into Circle City Cinema. I'm your host, Zach Griffith, and I'm joined as always on the Mandalorian recap episodes by my good friend, the Lynn Sanity co-host, Bryce Shetty. That's right. That's right. We're back for another week. And I, I, I we got a longer episode. I feel like we have more, more stuff to talk about this week. I thought it was the most action-packed episode so far. Not even close. Yeah, there was a couple times where I thought it was going to end, and then it didn't. I was like, okay. Or just, it didn't we're just getting after it. And not a lot of Mando in no. this episode. No, that, you know, that's that's okay. That's okay. We're building towards something, and I like it. Building towards something. However, Bryce, uh, a man... For lack of a better term, a man got cocked in this. In this, he <laughs> <laughs> got cocked. tough beat, tough beat. And you're right; it wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. He was. I think he was honest. He honestly thought he was doing some good, trying yeah. to do some good. Yeah, and it didn't and work it, out. Uh, no, it didn't no, work out. no. But we'll start this episode like all the others things we've seen lately. Bryce, I'll let you go first here. Uh, not going to lie. Um, watched a lot of basketball these past few days. Haven't a lot of, watched a lot of content. Um, oh, yes. Did I did watch Rambo First Blood Part 2. My opinion, I thought it was better than the first one. Um, Very good. Rambo, Rambo Rage was born in this, this one. <laughs> absolute domination of the country of Vietnam. You've been owned by Rambo. Oh, oh yeah. Don't mess with oh, Rambo. Yeah. Um, I finished Sopranos. Uh, yeah. Good, good ending. Good ending. I knew the ending already. Um, it, yeah, your mind can, your mind can run wild with it though. To me, it just seemed too obvious and too Godfather-esque for the guy to go into the bathroom, grab the gun, and kill Tony, you know, as a possible outcome. Just seemed too easy. Seemed kind of lazy, you know, if that's what David Chase was going for. I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't know. I think he's definitely dead, but I don't don't know if it was the guy opening the door. Or if a uh, guy in the bathroom got him from the side, I don't know, but I, I know he's dead. That's what I know. That's what I know. Mine runs wild. So, Bryce, other than Tony and Chrissy, I know you're a big Chrissy guy. I'm a big Chrissy guy. Who's your favorite character? For me, anytime Silvio is on the screen, I was enamored. You like Sil? Yeah, I do like Sil. I wish we got a little more Sill, but open okay. book on what happened to Sill. Right, right. Open I, I wish we had a little more backstory too. Uh, I've not watched many Saints. Maybe that's answered in the in the movie. We'll see. Uh, who knows? But yeah, overall good show. One of the best shows I've seen all time. Yeah, you, you need to watch many Saints. Many Saints, good. It's a good. Uh, it adds to the lore. 
It's it's good. Okay. It's a good show. It's okay, a good. It's that. a good movie. <clears throat> uh, me, meanwhile, I completed my Mission Impossible marathon. I'm all ready to go for for Dead Reckoning Part One in July. I went ahead, so I finished it with Mission Impossible Fallout. Fallout remains. You know, Bryce, we got John Wick Four coming this weekend. Yeah, yeah, we're going to see it next Tuesday, yes. a week from when this pod comes out. Mission Impossible Fallout, I think, along with John Wick 3, probably the last awesome, like truly awesome action movie. Like the stunts in the and the stunts in Fallout. I watched it when I woke up on Sunday morning. Uh so I could watch the first March Madness game. Just incredible. Just incredible stuff. Tom Cruise. Actually, Tom Cruise flying a helicopter, not somebody else. He took six months of training to fly the helicopter. Close quarters helicopter piloting, by the way. Uh, Henry Cavill, awesome villain in this movie. Uh, One of the great mustaches that we've ever seen uh, on the screen. Just a phenomenal fucking mustache. Uh, Alec Baldwin and Angela Bassett cashing checks. Cash, well, cashing massive course. checks. But if, well, yeah, Alex they, gonna they, they, gonna need that paycheck. He's going to need... Yeah, both Bassett and Baldwin in the news for very different reasons, but they've been in the news recently. Uh, it just... I, I, it stands alone atop the, the Mission Impossible ranking. So, Bryce, you don't have to. I went ahead and ranked mine. Mission Impossible. Well, I'm uh, not done yet. One, I'm not done yet. You're not done yet. All right. One through six. One through six. I got... So I got Fallout, of course, uh, for all the reasons I just said. Then I got the first one. Then I have Mission Impossible 3, which might be my favorite other than Fallout. I feel like we talked about that last week. And then I got Rogue Nation. Uh, The only one I hadn't seen, really. That one and the second one before I started this marathon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really good. Really good. Uh, the last Renner Mission Impossible, Bryce. Yes. We're no more Renner. Renner's gone. Yeah, he's probably done. Well, he wasn't. I actually found out this afternoon, <clears throat> or when I got home from work, he wasn't able to be in the movie because he was filming Endgame. So I ah, looked out well, for him. Okay. He wasn't able to be in Fallout because he was. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. And then Ghost Protocol, and then. Whatever Billy Bean says, 500 feet of crap. And then there's Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> just, just, oh, so bad. So bad. We've talked about it on here before. I mean, just terrible. Absolutely terrible. abysmal. Good rankings, though. I will, I hope to finish it soon. I got to get some time uh, to do that, so... Well, well you got time. Like I said, it doesn't come out till July. Yeah, so. right. Yeah, I got plenty of time. So I feel comfortable. You got time. I got out ahead of it because I'm a degenerate. You are. Uh my next my next marathon will be John Wick though. John Wick. <laughs> uh hopefully hopefully before uh you better get cracking. For this weekend. Well after this pod I'll watch the first one. Mm-hmm. And then uh I'll figure it out. I'll figure All it right. out. All right. Next up, I got Scream 6. Me and the lovely Abigail saw Scream 6 yesterday uh, after the first. I actually watched the ending of Kentucky K-State in the movie theater on my phone 
degeneracy, degeneracy <laughs> at its finest, folks. I had to see Calvary go down. I had to see him go down. I, you know, hey. all, all weekend I bitched about Calipari. He did. All weekend I bitched about him, and now he's gone once again. Hasn't made a Final Four in uh, eight years now, Bryce. <laughs> eight years. Which, by no. the way, Bryce, Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino. No, uh, no, we don't need to talk about Rick Pitino. Why? We don't Why? need to. We don't need to. It's irrelevant. Why? He's back. It's irrelevant. He's I back. Care. I don't care. He's back. I don't care. Fine. I know. I thought it was better than the last one. Uh, yeah, I think you and I both agreed. The last one, the second act of five, it wasn't bad, but I didn't like it at all. Yeah. Um, but Sydney's absence, I got to say, not as glaring as I thought it would be, Bryce. It's still embarrassing. No, it's very embarrassing. They actually mentioned Sydney in this movie. They actually oh, reference wife. <laughs> They, uh, they, they're like, yeah, she's doing fine with her, with her husband and kids, wherever the hell they are. Such a joke, uh, dude. Such yeah. a joke. Also, uh, Gail has so, a boyfriend. Still hot. Has a boyfriend. I, I didn't think she's that hot. I didn't think I she's anymore. Mm. And then too much work. End of an era. Yeah, too much work done. But she had a uh, boyfriend in this movie. Moved on okay. from Dewey quickly. Yeah. Oh wow. So I'm not. I don't know what to think about that. But you know, really gory. I really like the open world, open city. Uh, great kills. Some of the best kills in the franchise. So you know, I really liked it. I would recommend it. You could probably wait till Paramount, honestly. But I liked it. In a show. News, Bryce. Before we get into the episode, Jordan Peele's next movie set to release Christmas of next year per Universal today. It'll release one week after Avatar 3. Bryce, you have seen Get Out, right? I have not. I have not seen a single Jordan Peele movie. Right. I know, I know, I know, I, I, I know. I just, as soon as you said it, I'm like, man, this is not going to go well for me. No, it's not going to go well, but luckily for you, he only has three movies, so it's not that many to watch. I know, I know, um, I can grind them. I saw Nope in a drive-in, and I just bought it on 4K, and I need to watch it again, because these fucks came into the, with an X, Bryce. They came into... <laughs> They came into the drive-in late. People were driving in like 20 minutes late. and I Okay, but that's what thing. you get with it. That's what you get for it, though. That's why no, I, I'll go for... There should be a for... rule at the gate. No, If you no, are late, you don't get no, in. No, yes, no, yes. No, no, wrong. Why? Don't, don't go to a drive-in for a movie that you actually have interest in or that you haven't seen before. It was a perfect drive-in Everyone movie. knows that. Everyone knows that. Schmuck. It was a perfect drive-in Schmuck. movie. Schmuck. No. No, no, they, they no. They need take to Tibbs drive in in Indy. They need to have a rule. Look, no, I love Tibbs. I try. I try to go there every once a summer. They got great food. Half the reason I go there is for the food. But you you need to have a rule, man. You need to have a rule that hey, movies at eight. If you're not in there by seven fifty, you're not getting in. <laughs> it, it come tomorrow or something. 
Oh my gosh. Like people, people don't want to hear your cars grinding against gravel while they're trying to hear a movie on the radio. They don't want it. They don't want it, but it'll definitely need a rewatch. I would say, like I said, I need to rewatch, but it's probably the third best of his three. I would have get out us and then nope, but all all good. All good. Get out. Certainly one of the get outs on the running for 20 best movies of the 2010s. I guess it's it's, it's up there. It's up there. Uh, one week after Avatar 3, though, not sure that's a great spot for it. Not sure that's a great spot fine. for it. Fine. Cameron will delay it. Yeah, Cameron Hayer. Okay, I'm fine. Bryce, I'm actually going to let you take this next bit of news because you're the one that uh, pointed it out to me. Yeah, so we got a little news. And from the unlikely, from the unlikely source, you know, Tom Cruise actually wanted a screening of this movie, asked for it after meeting with Warner Brothers CEO David Zaslav, who we're not big fans of, but nonetheless, Tom Cruise no. met with him. Um, Tom Cruise wanted to watch The Flash. And he went and, and so he, he got it. So if Tom Cruise asks you for something, you do it. It's not a, it's not yes. a question. It's a, it's yes, a sir. demand. Yes, Mr. And uh, Tommy Boy loved it so much, he called the director to rave about it. Andy Muschietti, is that how you say? Andy Muschietti? Andy Muschietti, director of uh, It 1 and 2. And I feel like me, I feel like we've talked about this before, and I don't know if we said it on air, but The Flash must be a pretty freaking good movie for it to survive the Ezra Miller saga that, that he's gone through uh, since, since this movie's been announced. Yeah. All the charges that have been brought against them, all the, the stories, the rumors. That's a good way to put it. It is a saga. saga. And they refuse <laughs> to cancel it. They refuse to recast. They refuse to cancel it. So it must be something to behold. And even James Gunn has told us this movie is going to reset the, the DCU. So it's it's almost a necessary movie to to kick off James Gunn Gunn's reign as DCU you know president you know I don't know what what would you call it forerunner I I don't know but like chief creative officer or something like that yeah yeah something like that but if Tom Cruise loved it I'm not gonna lie to you I'm kind of in now I was out on this I'm back in because Tom Cruise. He's got such high standards for his own films now. And for him to love a movie, it must be a pretty high standard. So I'm back in on this. I'm in on it too. It says a lot that WB is pushing this movie hard in a way they didn't push Shazam Fury of the Gods, which is the next bit of news. Bombed really badly this past weekend. It's opening weekend. No Historically, historically bad opening no for Shazam 2. But I'm with you. It says a lot because Tom Cruise, even at this, I want to say later stage of his career, but who the hell knows because he just keeps going and going. Like at this stage in his career, he's won. It's almost gotten better. He might be the biggest action star right now. Him, him or Keanu Reeves. Uh, he heads one of the biggest franchises 
Mission Impossible. He the article said it too, but he he basically saved movie going with, with Top Gun Maverick. Made so much money that people wanted to go back to the movies to see IMAX and and regular and stuff like that. But it says a lot that a guy who especially has been so selective in the movies he's been in lately, where he's basically just working with Christopher McQuarrie and and uh, Joseph Kaczynski the he that he wants to see your movie so yes it has survived the saga i am very curious to see where it stacks up in the dcu uh you know the the highs of the dcu are extremely high and the lows are <laughs> extremely, extremely low. low extremely like, low <laughs> there's really oh, no in between yeah oh, i would yeah. say the in between is probably aquaman yeah right yes. in between yeah but I don't know. I think it says a lot. I'm going to be there, Bryce. I'm going to be there to see the flash. Yeah, I'm going to go see it. I'm, I might go see this with my dad. I don't know. Oh, yeah. What do you make of the rumor with this, too? Do the Batman rumor. The Batman rumor for this movie. Yes, yes, yes. We talked about this. So I saw a rumor on TikTok uh, from... If it's who I think it is, you can miss me. You can miss me. The, the oh, rumor is, is that from somebody that has seen a screening um, that the Batman, the new fate, the new Batman is going to be someone from our past. And this is moving forward in the DCU. So this is who James Gunn is going to work with anyone else that he brings along. Me and Zach talked this through trying to figure out who it's going to be. Is Affleck said it, you know, throwing us off the scent by saying he's never going to work in DC again? I don't know. Maybe we should take him at his word. Um, is it going to be Bale? Honestly, that was the most logical conclusion that we came to. I know you're not a fan, Zach. I will welcome it with open arms. I don't mind that. I don't. I, it, it can't be Keaton. I, I don't think that's viable. For this franchise, no. it's not. It can't be Val Kilmer, obviously. Uh, Clooney, that's a no. that's a no. Uh, I just <laughs> I just don't know. Uh, I just don't know what else you. I don't know. It's got to be Bale or Affleck. I, it has to be if the rumor is true. We don't know if the rumor is true though. If the rumor is true, yeah, I, I just wouldn't be a fan of it because I felt I feel like Dark Knight trilogy is by itself. <laughs> Uh, separated itself from the other Batman movies. It's also in the Chris Nolan lexicon. Like that's in his. That's a big deal. That's in his. Like that's in his. That's his Batman. You know he adapted that. So I, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think they should touch it. But I would be lying if I said it wouldn't be cool to see him again. But you wouldn't be mad. I don't, I don't you think. would be you would be asking them to take your tickets. Sure, but it's not my first choice. I'd much rather continue the Affleck story. Um, but I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. So it could be Affleck just trying to throw us off the stint, or it could be not true. It could be totally untrue. We'll see. Uh quickly, Shazam. Uh like I said, bomb L, badly. L, bomb so bad, guys. Eighty six percent less on its opening weekend than the first movie did. It's basically all we need to say. Uh, I'm not going to be seeing this movie. I'll probably never see it. I wasn't a fan of the first one. Did you see the I first one? Even, no, I didn't even see the first one. 
Yeah, you weren't missing much. And then Denzel Washington, Bryce. We were talking about Ridley Scott last week at work. In talks to star in Gladiator 2. At first, I said, miss me on Gladiator 2 because why does it need a sequel? One of the great movies of the 21st century. Leave it be. It ended great. Don't I don't want a, a movie about Lucius, the little kid from Gladiator. I don't care about him. I don't care if he's grown up. I don't care. They're kind of getting me now, Bryce, because Denzel, Denzel's Denzel. Denzel's Denzel. He is. But you can miss me. You can miss me on this. I just is I this your miss me? It is not. Yeah. It is not, but it, it no, nah, I just I can't get on board with this. I, I it better be really freaking good. I'll watch it, but it better be really freaking good, man. Better be good. That's all I'm saying. Better be good. <clears throat> I mean, this is a I think the first one is so good that if this one <laughs> just don't know i just don't, hey, I don't. Yeah, that's what i'm risk. saying that's what i'm saying i just i don't know man don't it's know. a big risk i mean it's a it's one of the great movies you can make a case one of the great movies of all time sure uh one of the great performances it's of on all the time. ridley ridley um rushmore oh no question no question it's a big risk but if denzel read the script and thinks it's good enough fine Denzel's not in a ton of bad movies, so I'll I'll I'll, I'll rock with it. Okay. <laughs> Last bit of news here: Daredevil: Born Again, uh, filming in Harlem right now. A lot of people think Bryce, this could signal the return of Luke Cage. Interesting. Um, how about we just take one thing at a time with this first before we start adding <laughs> more characters? How about that? How about we just settle down here for a second and really evaluate if this is the right character. It is the right form of the no, character. No, you're Luke Cage. You're a Luke Cage hater. I'm not a Luke, Luke Cage? Cage guy. Uh, no, just uh, just Daredevil. You know how Daredevil is going to be in oh, general yeah. first. How about we figure that out before we add people? Just I an do opinion. hope it is. Just an opinion. No, you're right. I I do hope it is what in the same vein as the Netflix series. I mean, the Netflix series was basically perfect. Uh, the the they don't really need to change anything, so I really hope they don't. Bryce, you missed me award the Bryce Chatty Memorial. Please miss me award. Ah uh, yes. Well, actually, let's let's go back to Shazam for just a moment. Uh, Zachary Levi, I have a bone to pick with yeah. you. I have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> not only did your movie suck, not only will I not see it, but the fact that you are blaming the Snyder heads for your movie bombing at the box office is frankly embarrassing. How about you actually understand what you're getting yourself? This isn't just some fun little cute little thing to a lot of people that are interested in comic book culture and comic book films. Okay. 
Zack Snyder made a masterpiece with the Snyder Cut of Justice League. And it was taken from us at first. Gave it back to us. And then they told him to piss off after they released this movie. So don't don't try to blame a certain group of people. You know, shade them. Just miss me on that, please. Your movie sucks. Your character sucks. I have zero connection to it whatsoever. I don't care. I will never I probably will never watch a Shazam movie. Sorry. You're irrelevant to the DCU now. Congratulations. Goodbye. I agree. I mean, listen, I told our friend Caleb Lynn this weekend that I'm not a Snyder cultist. And I maintain that I'm not. I maintain that I'm not. I'm just a very... I'm not! I'm not one of these toxic fans that he's talking about. You're not toxic. You're not, you're not toxic. But you are You are a Snyder I just, stan. I just want, no pun intended, justice for our guy who had his movie ripped away from him under pretty tragic circumstances and had it mangled by a guy who's basically been canceled now, Joss Whedon. But yeah, like, you, like you said, luckily we were blessed with a top three to five comic book movie. I think it's very fair to say you took it first round of our superhero movie draft. Sure did. No hesitation. Basically, uh, no hesitation. Yeah. Um, but that's a good miss me. That's really good. That's really good. I forgot we talked about that today. Mm. And then my Miss Me Award goes to... We'll stick in the Zack Snyder vein. Uh, I'm going going to Zack Snyder. We sound like cultists. (laughs) No, my Miss Me Award goes to Zack Snyder. Oh. I'm shitting on him. I'm shitting on him. I'm going to take a little dump on him right now because he is saying... So he's got a movie coming out at the end of this year called Rubble Moon, which Bryce, you and I are both very excited to see. Yes. Because we're cultists. A Netflix movie. High po- we're not cultists. High possibility <laughs> that you and I will get together to watch this movie together. Yeah, there's a very high chance for this. And, you know, I say we're not cultists, but then again, we did watch the Snyder the Justice League trilogy. Degenerates. In one day. Just accepted. In one day. Just accepted. <laughs> accepted. But he's basically saying there's going to be a massive scale RPG game of rebel moon. And my miss me award goes to him because already, (laughs) already your movie seven, what nine months away. And you're, you're, you're we we don't even know if it's good. We We barely got any bit behind the scenes. No trailers. No, we've gotten pictures. Nothing. That's it. Nothing. We've gotten jack shit. Yeah. Now I will say this. I will say this for Zack Snyder. He hasn't made. Uh, I mean, I know he. Not everybody. He's not everybody's favorite director, sure. but sure. I have not seen a bad movie that he's made. Like of the movies I've seen, if it's the only ones I haven't seen, uh, Dawn of the Dead. Legend of the Guardians, which is a 2010 animated film. Who gives a shit? Oh, yeah. And then Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah. Sucker Punch, which uh, is a 2011 fantasy movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I haven't seen those, but like 300 kicks ass. Watchmen kicks ass. 
Man of Steel kicks ass. BVS Extended Cut kicks ass. Yes. And then, of course, Snyder Cut kicks ass. Right, right. And I have not seen Army of the Dead. That's on my list on Netflix, but... He hasn't made a bad movie that I have So I'll say that for him. I think he's really... uh, Sucker Punch has a cult following. That's weird. Yeah, it's got a weird weird following, man. Vanessa Hudgens? Yeah. Scott Glenn? I'm looking at the cast right now. John Hamm? Oscar Isaac? Yeah. This is weird. Why did they make this? Is it based on anything? No. Mm -mm. Original story. That is weird. That's really weird. I guess he had some juice from... Watchmen, he just made. He just got to make whatever he wanted. I don't just know. Went crazy, man. Yeah, that's weird. But anyway, that's my miss me. Let's see if your movie's good first, then we'll talk video game. Okay, <laughs> Bryce. Like I said, probably the most action-packed episode so far. Man, yeah. get a little remnants of the Empire. Um. What's your general takeaway from this? From this, I know we we got a little we got a little Ooh. bit of both New Republic and Empire. What's your general yeah, takeaway? We got, from we this got a lot, man. This is I think this this really advances the storyline. It sets up what we're going to be looking at for the season, uh, which I think is interesting. You know why why is the why are the Empire why is the Empire coming after Bo Katan and and Mando all of a sudden? You know is it is it Moff Gideon again? No, we we kind of get a little bit of an update. Not really. We get rumors about Moff Gideon. Um, I don't know, man. I think this is the this is the, the episode that advances the storyline the most though, for this season. No, it definitely does. And and we pick up right where we left off in episode two. Mando wakes up. Of course, we know the Mythosaur was seen by Bo-Katan, but she does something interesting. She doesn't tell. Mando or anyone else that she saw the mythosaur and I got I don't know why Bryce I don't know why she's keeping that to herself um yeah. I don't know I, maybe like it's a maybe that's a bigger or... deal than I think it is I feel like to we might see be one of those maybe maybe we're putting that a little looking at that too much maybe 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 but then when she I don't know we'll get we'll get to that we'll get to that but he basically he redeems himself, and then just an incredible, incredible firefight sequence with the Tie Fighters. Uh, yeah. We hadn't seen Tie Fighters in quite some time. No. Best action of the season so far. Bo-Katan, unfortunately, her her house gets blown to smithereens. <laughs> yeah, but I'd say what was the, probably one of the cool two two frames stick out to me from that entire sequence. One when Mando jumps out of Bo-Katan's ship. To get to his, uh, awesome, yes, freaking awesome. Jetpack. Jetpack. Second one, when Bo-Katan basically pivots her ship to turn around and take out the last Tie Fighter, freaking awesome, man. Great sequence there, and then you know, you know, Mando, you know, Mando's already got the flight skills, man. Just taking out Tie Fighters right and left with ease, with ease. I mean, the dude, N1. they always said. Anakin, the N1, dude. Oh, garage that shit. You need oh, to garage yeah. that shit, N1. Yes. They always said Anakin was the best, you know, the best pilot in the galaxy. They make a big deal out of that. Especially in the original trilogy when Ben is telling Luke about his dad. 
Mm-hmm. But now that Anakin is gone, I think it's one of these two guys that is the best pilot in the galaxy. Yeah, has to be. Yeah, I mean, absolute clinic. Mando's got the firepower now. The firepower and the horsepower to do anything he wants. Just completely owns anyone. Got away from the pirates earlier in the season. No questions asked. And then just destroy. And and they weren't just Tie Fighters. They were Tie Destroyers, I believe. They weren't just your old, your run of the mill, just schmuck, you know, clones driving these. Highly decorated pilots coming after him. I mean, and eventually it turned out to be a whole army. Yes, yeah, so much to Mando's dismay. Yeah, he went. He sounded pretty panicked. Yeah, he did. If he's panicked, I'm out. I'm I'm bailing. I'm bailing so can, fast. Your head will spin. Can we count on one hand how many times he's been panicked about anything? I feel like it mostly involves when Grogu's life is in danger. Yeah, but if you yeah. take if you take that one, those moments out of it, like probably never. I mean, props to Bo-Katan for wanting to take them all. You know, respect. But she's pissed. She just saw her castle get blown up like a fireworks. Yeah, thing. she lives alone. It, and what do you what do you do? What do you do? Was there a droid in there? A droid died. Yeah, sure. it's okay. You can get another one. Third diamond. You can get dozen another one, days. but yeah, diamond doesn't. Yeah, he he died. Salute. Put him in the rafters. <laughs> Put him in the rafters. He's gone. Uh, Mando then returns to Kalavala, where we haven't been since episode one, I don't think. And he's yeah. officially redeemed, but Bo Katan is redeemed as well. <laughs> she didn't even want to be. Bathed. No. She that was be. her Miss Me. That was her Miss Me award. She's, She's like, like Miss uh, me. no. And they're like, yeah, congrats. Congratulations. Miss me on being redeemed. <laughs> and I don't think the armor even wanted her. And the no, big guy really. big guy didn't want either of them. No, he didn't want any of that. He was really upset. He he is very anti Mando. Is that the guy Mando defeated? Might have been in Boba. Might have been. Because he was from the Vizsla clan and the Vizslas had some beef. With Bo Katan's clan continuing and, and the Clone Wars. From Mando. Congrats. Yeah, continuing to take us, but he didn't want Mando or Bo Katan in the in the clan, but he didn't really get a say. I feel like he's lower on the totem pole than he wants to admit, but um oh. she didn't want she didn't want to be in it, but she stares at the Mythosaur skull. So maybe I'm reading into this too much, but I feel like they're supposed to be extinct or something. And okay, all right. You know what? Now you got to see. Now you got me thinking, cuck. Like, why are they such a... Am I just totally blanking or missing something about the lore of the Mythosaur? Like, are maybe, they, it's like yet some... to, maybe it's yet to be revealed. Maybe it's something, a little Easter egg or something. Maybe, but I, I feel like there's a reason she is not mentioning to anyone that she saw that she saw it maybe she's just scared i don't, I don't know i don't know well, it'll be it'll be revealed all will be revealed it i will. trust it will i trust fabro i trust him absolutely well bryce you want to take the the next half of the episode because uh we talked about the cocking so tell us about the cocking 
Yes, yes. So it opens up. This is I, to me. Before I get into it, this scene, this scene kind of had a different vibe to it than just your Star Wars. It almost felt like a movie. This, this almost felt cinematic. It did. You know, it, it was a little weird. So I mean, imagine it almost seemed like real, real life. You know, we're back into like real life stuff. It's kind of odd. But anyway, Doctor Pershing. Pershing, who uh, previously worked for Moff Gideon, um, has been uh, amnesty to the new Republic and is now doing his scientist work for the new Republic as, as reparations and as a cleansing, if yes. you will. Um, so the amnesty program is full of people that worked for the empire and have now converted over to the new Republic. And he gives this great speech about cloning and his own research and how he wants to use his research uh, for good for the new republic. Basically, like a well. like a rehab program. Yeah, basically. yeah, essentially, yeah. It's kind of kind of weird, weird vibe. So they have to check in and almost have to do like counseling, almost. <laughs> but anyways, as Doctor Pershing is going back to his room at Amnesty Housing, um, he recognizes Elia Kane, who is also. Uh, who also worked for Moff Gideon. And so there's a little connection there. Dr. Pershing sits down with Kane and other colleagues and have has a drink. It looked like milk. Looked really that was a weird looking substance, Zach, if, if I do yeah, say I think so it was, myself. It was definitely alcoholic because they definitely the, had a drink. They were feel a couple of them were feeling it. They were feeling it. Yeah, they were. But uh, everything's going well for Pershing. He's doing the work for the New Republic. But Kane, Elliot Kane, just seems to get in his head about the research he did for for the Empire, and and honestly, just encourages him to get back into it behind the New Republic's back. Uh, I mean, it takes him a while. To, he thinks about it and goes to Kane and says, "All right, let's let's go get supplies and." You know, let me start my research. He, he thinking he's doing right by the new republic as he does it in oh, secret. Oh, he definitely, he yeah, he definitely thinks he's doing a good thing. Yeah, he thinks he's a good thing. So Kane talking Kane to himself Pershing. in the mirror, talking <laughs> yeah. himself up. Just uh, yeah, man, he's his own hype beast. Love it. It's great. I mean, to be fair, the the research seems really interesting. The cloning research seems insane. You can almost you can almost make like the perfect fighting machine against the empire honestly yeah you could the remnants of if gideon is if gideon is still out there right right but anyway kane thrawn that could be interesting could be interesting but anyway kane helps pershing uh they take takes him to the scrap yard uh full of of this decommissioned star destroyer which is an awesome sight by the way really good cinematography yeah it was really cool scene so as Pershing is packing up things for a mobile lab station to, to start his research once again, uh, they're actually caught together by some New Republic officers. And it turns out it was a trap sprung by Kane herself, which is really confusing because she seemed to be, to be all about it, um, but secretly a double agent for the New Republic. Uh, it seems like her job is to root out anyone that could possibly be going back to their old empire ways. Um, so that's, it seems like that's her sole job, which is an odd job. I don't think that's really necessary, but here we are. Yeah. So Dr. Pershing is put on a table to what they call a mind flare, 
which missed me on calling it a mind flare because that's in Stranger Things. But is that right? <laughs> missed me on that. Yeah, you're I, right. Okay. Now you're I'm right. confused. Now I'm confused. But anyway, it hooks I, up to a mind dude, flare. Dude, I knew. I knew I'd heard that from somewhere before. I, well, I heard yes. him say it in the in the show, and I'm like, wait, did they say what I think they just said? And yeah, so the, the big the big spider thing. Right. Is the mind flare. You can't yes. have two mind flares in two of the biggest shows in television. That's really repetitive. Come on. Come on, Favreau. Come on, Filoni. Yeah. You do better than that. Come on. Anyway, this mind flare basically just wipes your mind. Um, but they explained it, it. It does it in a in a very positive and fruitful way to where you it doesn't hurt and it doesn't impact you health wise. It just kind of washes your mind and you're good again. So they turn it up and it looked like Pershing was having a good time to me, Zach. I don't know about you. Kind of smiled, kind of chuckled a little bit, but then Kane stays behind and turns it all the way up, basically just turning his mind to mush for what reason he's unknown to us right now. Not sure. So that, that is yet to be revealed yet to be seen. And I think we'll, we'll get more of that maybe next episode. I don't know, Zach. Something's up. Maybe she's working for the... I don't know what her motive is. It's weird. I don't know either. This just popped in my head, though. Okay. She is working with Moff still. And she is just wiping the minds of... Because it seems like she's probably done this before. She's a mole. Interesting. She's a mole for the New Republic. Ah. Wiping the minds... Okay. Wiping the minds of former Empire uh, doctors and whoever, who, what have you, working for Gideon still. Okay. Okay. Because he's not dead, right? Moff Gideon is not dead. Well, remember, they mentioned some rumors. They had heard some things that he was hooked up to a mind flare or he was somewhere else. Don't know. Unknown where he is. Very yeah, I don't think he is. Yes, because remember he yet. tried to kill himself, but he was not. Uh, he was taken into custody instead. Yes, at the end of, at the end of uh, season two when Luke showed up. Yes, mm-hmm. I remember that now. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So uh, that that's what I think. I think. I think she could be working for him, but. The question, Bryce, is this a top gut instinct? You don't have to name five in Star Wars history, but is this a top five screwing over in Star Wars history? You think about Lando screwing over Han. Um, that's the first one that comes to mind. Lando screwing over, over Han. Over that's the big one. Is, um, yeah, I mean, you got to think, but yeah, probably. Probably. Terrible stuff. You you tr- you put your it's, trust in somebody bad. that you thought you knew. He was a good guy. And, and you get your mind absolutely wiped. You don't know who you are. You're probably... You're... You're... You don't know who you are. Your mind is gone. You're... You're getting fed through a tube the rest of your, of your life, basically, is tough what's break. happening here. It's tough break. It's a tough break. Uh, 
How long do you give Bogatin? One more question here, Bryce, before we get into our top mm-hmm. five for the night. How long do you give Bogatin with the with the with the Mandalorians? I think she's actually going to feel a bond. I think there's going to be a, a scene or two where she's bonding with other Mandalorians, and I think it's I think it's building towards like an, a really epic Mandalorian fight where like all the Mandalorians are teaming up, and I think it's going to be awesome. It's uh, a big get. It's a big get for that group. You basically have the heir apparent joining your group. And I still think I still think that that Mandalore will be re-inhabited. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's not toxic. They they proved that in episode two. It's not toxic. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That was a myth. Yeah. Very interesting. Bryce, we did our top fives during the Book of Boba Fett pods. We did top five planets. We did top five duels. Mm-hmm. Top five characters. Now we're going to do top five Star Wars characters who wore a mask. I'll let you start here at number five. At number five for me. Tough mm, list. Tough list to think about here. I am going to go with Django Fett. He didn't make my list, but I like it. I like I, it. I, the clone template. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I We didn't get enough, but I can only, I leave it to imagination what he's done. I'll say that. The, the greatest thing he did was prove how superior Mace Windu was to other Jedi. Because that he had this happen. knockdown drag out fight with Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then he challenged Mace Windu to a fight and he was dead within five seconds. <laughs> that was his greatest contribution to Star Wars lore. Jango Fett. And uh, being the clone template, but whatever. His suit was awesome too. His suit was awesome. My number five is Captain Rex from the Clone Wars. I like uh, Yep, he he didn't wear a mask all the time, of course, but in a lot of ways, him and Ahsoka, you know, they were born in that show. They're kind of the faces of that show, if you don't count Anakin and Obi Wan. Um, so I'm going, I'm going with Rex, one of my childhood favorite characters. uh, Yes, that's actually my number four, Captain Rex. Great armor. Yeah, there were some just awesome episodes with him and his crew just fighting out of stuff, man. It was awesome. Great clone. Great number commander. Three. Number three. My number three, Mando. It's my number I three mean, as well. Oh, <laughs> I, think we have, I think we have the same top three then. Boba and Vader. Uh, oh, no. I went Grievous, actually. At two. Ah! Four arms. Very with, nice. Four arms equipped with lightsabers. Yeah, it's tough to beat. It's tough to he, beat. He, yeah. It's technically a mask. It's technically a mask. I know, and, and uh, I still struggle with that, but since you put it on the list of the... You put it in the pool, I'm going to take it. It's technically a mask because he was an alien first, and then he was rebuilt as half alien, half droid by... By Count Dooku. And I didn't say my number four. My number four is actually Darth Revan uh, from Knights of the Old Old Republic. Uh, But yeah, we had the same top three. I mean, Boba, 
Number two, I think one of the ultimate badasses in movie history. Uh, and then Vader had to be Vader number one. There's no question oh, about that. It's not even close. It's not even close. But some honorable mentions I had, speaking of which, the TIE fighter pilots who made an appearance in this episode, they're just badasses. They're the best best of the best of the stormtroopers. Uh, the kick-ass all-black oh, armor. Man. Yeah, the shiny, the shiny black. black. Oh, man, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Especially in uh, A New Hope when they're flanking Vader during the Death Star run. Uh, yes. Yes. Well done. Awesome. Well done. The Death Troopers from Rogue One. The Death Troopers just it's living up to their names. It's not bad. I I honorable mention for me Knights Guard from. I, I know you don't like them, but I mean those red unis. No, yeah, they were. They were. They were reminiscent Ooh. of the Royal Guard. Uh, we see them at the end of Episode Three. Yeah, yeah. When Yoda enters Palpatine's office to fight him, they're also seen in Return of the Jedi. Just all red, <laughs> really cool. Uh, and then, they're of course, awesome. Bo-Katan. Threw Bo-Katan in there too. Honorable mention, but mm-hmm. yes, good episode. Talking about Mando episode three, episode four on Wednesday. Bryce, you got March Madness on Linsanity. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. We had a great weekend. We actually had my co-host down for the weekend to, to watch these games with us. And we had a blast. We had a great time. Uh, we we'll did. continue. We're going to talk about all the action from the first weekend um, on Wednesday. Uh, we'll probably throw in some previews for Sweet 16 as well as those come up quickly on Thursday and Friday. So very excited for, for these. Um, so, yeah, man, stay tuned. Stay tuned. Bryce, during this episode, uh, Damian Harris signed a one-year deal with... Uh, God, I already forgot who it was. I sent it to you. The Bills. Bills, yeah, the Bills. Interesting. Signed a one-year deal with the Bills. Interesting. Man, our previews so, are going to be loaded this year. Stevenson's backfield in New England now. I love it. Yes. Didn't they, didn't they bring in somebody... Two uh, James Robinson, yeah, right? Uh, oh yeah, they did. I think so. I think so. That's a good get too. I like it. Yeah, that's 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 good. And uh, Juju Smith-Schuster for some some yeah. reason, but yeah, whatever. That's man. a good get. Also, uh, take a listen to the Power Hour with Alex talking about the Durant injury last week, as well as the Raptors and the Kings on his episode last week. Uh, Alex will be joining me for Succession Pods. Ooh, we're getting closer uh, to that too. Succession season finale this coming Sunday, replacing Bryce. We only have to go one week on a Sunday without something to watch. Last of Us That's ends. The best. That's the Succession best, back. back. That's right. HBO putting out bangers, owning putting it. Out heat. They heat. own Netflix. They Randy own... Johnson heat. <laughs> oh yeah. Bird, bird shattering. They kind of do heat. They kind of do on Netflix. Yeah, they do. But... They absolutely do. All right, Bryce. Another great episode. Thanks for joining me again. And as always, folks, thank you very much for listening.